All right, guys, welcome. This is Daily May 004. It's uh, Cameron with Rise Media, you guys. I am here with uh, the one and only Greywood. Super excited to have you, my man. Uh, it's, it's definitely been uh, one of the things that uh, we've been uh, planning for a while, but uh, finally got the time to uh, do this. So uh, super excited. Hopefully you guys uh, enjoy the interview, find value in it uh, and stuff like that. Still going to be doing my normal podcast on Sunday for you guys as well. So be on the lookout for that. But uh, before we get started, you guys, just a quick reminder, we are on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast. Uh, so just super excited, excited to have Greywood here. Uh, friend Grayson, what we've been friends for like almost a year, two years now. Yeah, so uh, as you guys all know, his name is uh, Grayson, but uh, so uh, uh, just kind of uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, man, kind of give the uh, audience a little bit of a taste. Oh, uh, by the way, the music that you guys are going to be hearing in the background, um, that's just some of his uh, tracks that he's released already. And uh, he's uh, working on more, so super excited, you guys. But uh, go ahead. <laughs> Bro, first off, thank you for uh, featuring that in the background. I appreciate that. That's a good look. But where would you, where would you like me to begin? Like, how far back do you want me to give you that, that full overview? You want me to give you that, that, that quick trailer to my life, who, who Greywood is? Yeah, just kind of like what, what prompted you to start like wanting to do music and um, all of that. <laughs> All right, listen. I hope you're about like ready to listen to this time. Like, this oh, is a story. I am. This is a story. Like, I, I'm not kidding. I could sit here and talk, tell you the story for probably two hours if I told you the whole thing. My life has been crazy, but I think I think the the biggest thing with music is that the reason I wanted to do that is I always knew that I wanted to do something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something else. And I'm not beating on people that are you know working. I work. You know what I mean? You gotta work. Yeah. You gotta work to be able to do what you want to do. But I went through a phase, I remember I was like, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I knew I wasn't going to go to college. I guess I should probably back up a little bit. The family I grew up in, I'm the fifth born of ten children. Damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you might not have known that either. But I'm the fifth born of, of ten children. So we could start with that. Big Catholic family. My dad was in the military. He was deployed a lot growing up. Um, we were, I was homeschooled until ninth grade. Um, so we were raised mainly by our mom for the most part and then eventually i was finally able to go to high school at public school it was the greatest thing ever <laughs> i finally got to be, be a people did <laughs> did you guys move um a lot because your your dad was uh, in the military or fortunately not actually which is kind of kind of surprising because you would oh, think wow. so. you would think so my dad i think by the time that i was born he was reserves oh um, okay or national guard air national i think it was air national guard if i'm not mistaken um they did live in maryland and then i think my sister who is two kids above me um because i had four sisters and five brothers so my sister who is two kids above me uh, i think she was the first kid that was born in york oh okay where i'm at now so uh it's kind of kind of a nice split but it's kind of weird because let me tell you this i tell people i'm connected in a weird way that I can't explain. When my little brother passed, it seems like everything, I started getting signs all the time. I started seeing stuff that ha before it happened. Like, 
And I'm not saying, oh, I'm psychic and I can tell you your future. And oh, yeah. But there are there are some things that, that are just, they're not coincidence. Yeah. The, the best way I could put it. And like one being my family's from Maryland, you know, and uh, where they were from, the, the area code was 410, right? <laughs> up here, I'm born at 410 in the morning, 410. And I'm like, I just found that out too. Like my mom just told me that probably a couple months ago. It was the first time I talked to her a little bit. And uh, I, I couldn't believe that. I thought that was a little weird, but. So that is me. weird. And, that was, and with the rap culture down there, it makes me, makes me think that it's definitely something that uh, is. <laughs> hey, hey, coincidence. Talk about coincidence. I'll, I'll tell you something funny about myself, right? My my name has uh, seven letters in it. My date of birth is all divisible by seven equally. And the time that I was born was at uh, like 7.07 um, in the morning. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's wild. That's some wild stuff, man. And just like... Seven's that lucky number. <laughs> yeah, I just... Which is funny because like, I, I feel like I've always got the worst shit of luck too. <laughs> but that's how it goes before the big pot comes right so i'm just like yeah i just, i like not a whole lot of people know that either but i just like I, that's just kind of like one of those like fun facts about me but well now everybody knows it right now everybody knows it. <laughs> but i guess what led to the music to make a long story short is i went through a lot of different things in my life is the best way to put it i was married early divorced not long after that it was yeah. one of those things that don't it was not the right thing it was i was people pleasing at the time and i wish i wouldn't have but i learned lessons from that that's one thing i made sure to learn lessons through everything that happened in my lifetime all the things that people perceive as oh this is so terrible this is gonna hold me back and i won't be able to be who i'm supposed to be and i just need to fold and not do anything with myself because this happened yeah but those are the things i'm like what can i take from that and use it to my advantage so you know that happened i did this bodybuilding thing for a little bit um i went real deep with that got real serious about that all my friends could vouch with me and i won't i won't lie i made a lot of good progress but it got to the point that truthfully i felt like i was dying uh i would have to get like i'll probably walk i'll take walks i remember my girlfriend at the time we take walks every night and uh and i'll tell you probably walk for like 10 minutes five ten minutes i have to stop and catch my breath for another like five to ten jeez like I was, I wasn't, I have friends that are twice as big as I was, Yeah. but I was pretty large compared to what I am now, you know, and what I was before that, you know, yeah. how much I was eating, how hard I was training, all that stuff, and uh, I just, I guess you could say I didn't take care of myself the way I was supposed to, so health issues, I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do now since bodybuilding isn't my thing, Yeah. and uh, then I found entrepreneurship, that was fun, all the network marketing, you know, because I feel like a lot of people start out there as far as entrepreneurship. I feel like it's a good gateway. Even though yeah. it's bad, you know. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it's really good. Like, I've, I mean, I've been doing it for almost two years now. I've, you know, I've definitely learned a lot. And, you know, I, I love the company that I'm with. And now that I've kind of, um, you know, gained a little bit of, of knowledge and stuff like that. Like, now, um, you know, if you guys are listening or watching through uh, YouTube, you know, I'm, you know starting my own digital marketing agency now so you know it's it's opened up for a lot of connections and stuff like that so you know it's it's definitely a good um you know gateway to you know start you know being an entrepreneur and stuff like that you know cheapest as well to you know cheapest way to start a business and everything just kind of get your feet wet 
Um, Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Goodbye. So that that's what kind of pulled me in, right? And then uh, got into the, the social media marketing portion of it. And that's actually when I met you, because uh, that's when I was, you know, growing the Facebook, growing the Instagram, yeah. growing the Twitter, growing the this, growing the that, you know. And uh, I had a good time, you know. It, it was fun. I hate that people still hit me up all the time for it. They're like, "Oh, we love your profile." We <laughs> our company is expanding you know it's the corny ones you know what i mean yeah it's not the ones that do it the right way um but i'm thankful for the industry because it helped me quit my job a few times you know and be able to live for a couple months and figure out what, what grayson wants to do what graywood wants to do yeah but, um, once i really just think i got tired of that i think i got tired of the culture there was a lot of people i met who they were fake they really pretended they were for you and act like they really want to help you and uh it's you know, there's a there's a big facade with a lot of people. I think the people that don't do it honestly are the people that um, give it a bad name. Obviously, that's what yeah. me out. And then I got to a point where I literally, man, I, I'm I'm not kidding. It was probably last summer. And I was thinking, music is one of those things that people. I feel like so many people are like, oh, I wish I could do that. You know, oh, I would be so that would be so cool if I could be a famous musician. I'd be so rich. I'd have money. I'd be, you know. Yeah. Or for people. It just seems like the dream, right? Right. Kind of like being like a sports player, an athlete or something like that. And um, I've always wanted, I've always written, you know what I mean? I was never very consistent like I am now. Now I'm writing almost a new song every single day, which is kind of awesome. I never pictured myself doing that before because I had a hard time writing, you know, a verse, you know, six months ago. Yeah. And I would, And the reason I didn't for so long is I thought, all right, if I want to have a music career, oh my God, I have to write hundreds of songs. So then I think, oh, I have to write hundreds of songs in one day. So I guess I just won't do it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's that, that fear of... Yeah, that, that, that pressure as well, like from just like the industry and like, you know, what, what they expect, you know, or, or kind of that, like, you know, you were saying facade of, um, you know, how you have to be, you know, if you, you know, kind of want to make it and, you know the industry now but now that we've got the internet you know we're seeing a shift to where you know you're uploading to soundcloud or you know you're going to be putting your stuff on um instagram which you know is is huge um you know sharing on youtube sharing on twitter you know there you know it, it cuts out that middleman so now you're only dealing with you know the end consumer which is your audience and so that makes it makes it a lot easier. Yeah. But growing up, it was another thing was like, I don't know, man. Like I know how to play guitar for a long time. It was very basic, but now it's, um, I have a lot of friends that are much better than me. I'm not saying <laughs> like John Mayer or whatever. Um, but what was it? Two years? Actually, no. I think it was about a year ago now. I worked for this company, and the vice president took me out for lunch one day and bought me this guitar, seven hundred and ninety dollar guitar. Picks it right Jeez. off the wall. Yeah, he picks it off the wall. He's like, "You like this one?" I start playing it. I'm like, "Yeah, this shit is smooth, bro. Like this, this thing is nice." He goes, "All right, we'll get it." I was like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "I'll pay." He's like, "You deserve it." He's like, "Good people deserve good things." He's like, I, "I think you were dealt some shitty cards." He was like, "And and just consider it a gift." I'm like, "Okay." So I take this guitar. We get up to the front, and then he goes. Oh, uh, we're gonna have to get you a case. I'm like, bro, just get like a twenty dollar bag for it. I don't care, you know what I mean? He goes, no, 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 no. We gotta get a hard case. So he goes over, he picks a two hundred dollar case. I'm like, bro, you just spent a thousand dollars on lunch to buy me a guitar. He's like, just do something with it. He was like, learn to play it. He's like, and I was like, all right, now to play. He goes, perfect, perfect. 
put videos on YouTube, do something. He's like, I hear you playing in the auditorium at work. He's like, you're fucking good. So, but it's one of those things, it's like... I, I gotta ask real quick, do you, do you still have that guitar? I do. I do. <laughs> nice. And I will, I will never get rid of it, ever. Heck, I wouldn't, it's, man. It's an Alvarez Acoustic Electric, it's, it's amazing. Oh, wow. It, it feels so good. I, I used to play a little bit of acoustic back when I was in school, but I, I just kind of lost touch with it and, you know, did other things. And so I gave it to a friend that needed it more than I did. So, man, I feel you. If I'm telling you, if that thing was right behind me and tuned up right now, I'd play you a little something. Eventually, maybe I'll have to hop on a later, a later podcast and do that. But uh, with that being said, I think that portion of my life that like all this stuff was happening this guy's buying me the guitar i had a lot of other spiritual experiences through people which was very odd that we're at the same yeah um and i think all those little happenings kind of put me in the position where i am now where i was like i knew i wanted to do something musically but what did i want to do what did i always like the most i always listened to rap i always got made fun of for listening to rap because i grew up in like a hick town to be honest with you yeah it was like small town usa type crap but it was like five to ten minutes from the city so it's like my brothers are hanging out in the towns and everything and i'm going out to the city and hanging out with my friends out there so yeah. that's one, one thing that was really weird i got picked on a lot because they're like oh you think you're this or you think you're that i'm like no i just like rap music i don't know what to tell <laughs> you know what i mean my parents yeah. are picking me you think you're a gangster we'll drop you off in the middle of baltimore i was like no i just like rap music i'm sorry like i'm not you know rude i'm not mean i yeah. just listen to rap music i don't try to act like anything i do what you well yeah what was some of the artists that you would listen to oh man growing up and this this was what was crazy like growing up i loved i loved old wiz khalifa like 2009 2008 wiz khalifa he was you know he was so cool to me back then yeah. i listened to a lot of like youtube artists that i found that never really blew up but they had quality music you know yeah and it was cool when i would meet people who knew who i was talking about when i'd mentioned them it was very few people but there were some people um but i remember my dad he would always come in my room freak out with lil wayne was playing like, back in the day it was like i'm telling you this was like to the point that they had like a millie and lollipop and like miss officer like this was the carter three was out yeah but i was bumping like the carter two like hustler music and uh what was another, another go dj and the block is hot this is like all his oldest stuff and Jeez. i don't know my dad would always make some comments about something because i think he grew up in an area in baltimore i think it was called arbutus if i'm not mistaken i don't know much about my dad or my mom to be honest they never really talk much about themselves and when i'd ask them they put this guard up like like they can't talk about whatever and i think that always kept the distance between us but from what i know he didn't grow up in a very nice area and uh all his friends like pretty much died from like getting killed or drugs which mm. to be honest sounds pretty similar to my life which is not you know it is what it is but i don't know he just back to a, a on topic yeah because of like rapping i didn't want to take the next step in because i always thought in, in the back of my head i was like my parents man my parents my parents what are they gonna think what are they gonna think but then i realized like everything else i did without caring what they thought yeah you know, i was able to do the entrepreneurship without caring i was able to bodybuild without caring and when they said something about it, i was always like you know i didn't really i never really had much of like a strong relationship with them so it's not even like i really talked to them you know what i mean like my birthday passed beginning of this month i didn't get a, did, didn't get a text from my mom or anything you know no yeah. or nothing like we, like we really don't talk like that so that's why i was like you know what 
I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to stop worrying about other people and what they think because they're not living my life. And at the end of the day, who's there? Me, not them. Yeah. You know, and, and, I, and I really think the thing that matters the most is being happy. And I know a lot of people that are like, they hit me up saying, oh, yeah, you're trying to get that money, you're trying to do this, you're trying to do that. But like the music thing, and I'm not trying to be those, oh, my God, it's not about the money. But it, because, yeah, the money's nice. Come on. Yeah. But for me, it's just like there's potential. There's potential that I know I can reach and I know that I was meant to reach. And I've seen too much bad shit. Oh, stuff. I'm sorry. I told you sometimes they slip out. I've seen too much bad stuff. I've been in too many bad positions. I, there was times I lived. I lived in a, dude. I lived in a Planet Fitness slash giant food store parking lot for like three weeks back in 2017. Jeez. Like lived in my car. I was working 15 hours a day to make sure that I was, you know, busy and wouldn't just go be sitting in a parking space. And then I'd shower at Planet Fitness in like the middle of the night and then go to work in the morning at like 7 o'clock. <laughs> that was rough. And then I was in the city for a little bit living on Princess and Sherman out here, which is like, Princess is like kind of known as like the bad street, one of the bad street. Like it's, I don't know. I'm not really worried about any of that stuff. But yeah. You know what I mean? It was just, it was a bad, a bad point in my life, but I feel like it was one of those points of like, where everything changes, where you think it can't get worse, but you know, like, I sat in my car every night knowing, like, I was just, I would listen to tapes, man. I, like, everyone says it's so corny about the self-help stuff, but, like, self-help, help self, help others, but first you gotta help self, right? Yeah. So my mind was already right, but I wasn't acting like it was right. So every night I kept listening to the same audios over and over and over and over. What can I take from this? What could I take from this? What could I have changed today to make for a better tomorrow? What could I have done today to make you know, maybe a little bit farther what I'm trying to do. And uh, I think that's the stuff that pulled me through is I always kept the mindset of the, the best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. And when I'm 50, I will still tell people my best years are yet to come because I think that every day, every tomorrow that I have is better than the day before. Every, right. every single time. And, every single and that's time. how it should always be as well, too, you know? I agree. I agree. And I'm sorry, I completely forgot to answer the main point of your question, which was my favorite artist growing up was J. Cole. And I remember <laughs> my mom threatened to kick me out when I was 17 because I was listening to J. Cole when I was working out. And I was like, Mom, but he's rapping about how abortion is bad. <laughs> I was like, why are you, why are you getting so oh, mad? Oh, God. <laughs> it's bad, Mom. <laughs> yeah, anyway. We're... He, was, he was probably my, my most favorite rapper of all time. If... If and when, because I know it will happen in time, because I, I believe I'm, I will work hard enough to get there. If and when I'm offered record deals, I refuse. And, and we're going to save this. This is going to be on the internet forever. So, J. Cole, you will see this one day. What's, what's today? Uh, February 22nd. 222? 222? 222, 2019? J. Cole, listen, sign me, bro. Sign me, bro. I want to sign to Dreamville. I don't want to sign to anyone else ever, but I know I'm like far. I'm not like to people watching this. I know I'm not going to sign. I have like I have four songs out right now. Give me some time. <laughs> I'm saying like in time, in time. Let me release. Patience, man. Release Patience. It's exactly. yeah, you'll you'll get there. Oh, Dane, dude, that's 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 crazy. Um, so I know that you said that you were from Pennsylvania. Have you been kind of just living there for? Um, a bit now or man my whole life if, if i'm being honest with you like and this is going to sound very submissive and that's not what the way it's supposed to come off as but i've been stuck here bro it's like it's like one this is not one of those places that you want to stay like this is not this this city is not like 
like right now I'm not staying near the city. Right now I'm probably like a good 20, 30 minutes from the city. I'm out in like, bro, country, country, country. Oh, are you? You know, but yeah, I had to, I kind of had to get away from everything. You know what I mean? It was the busyness, like stuff was getting wrapped up in, just stupid stuff. And um, I know I was smarter than what I was doing and the things I had <laughs> got caught up in previously. So I, just, I had an opportunity to get out. And so I took it. Um, yeah. But I, this, where I'm at right now is not where I want to stay because there's nothing going on. But that's what I need right now so I can really focus. Yeah. That's what helps me come home from work every day and be able to just go to the studio. Because it's right up, you know, upstairs in my, in my house. Like, just go to the studio and I can just start working right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every single day. And it's, it's easier for me like that. But I, I, the whole goal, I think, is just to get out. I just want, I want to get out of Pennsylvania. I think living in North Carolina would be awesome. I think living in like Boston would be awesome, um, and I also want to check out you know California. But I know LA has its demons, so I'm not trying. Yeah. To, uh, well, hey, if you ever want to come to Utah, I'm definitely <laughs> we can roommate. Oh yeah. Heck yeah, man! I'll have to come up there at some point. Yeah. Have to. Doesn't Alex live out near you too? Yeah. Yeah. Got you. Got you. Got you. Yeah, he'd 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 have a blast meeting you too. Yeah, I, I, I was supposed to go out to South Carolina this past month or so, but I didn't have the time to go to our convention, so I'm going to be going out to Kansas City, Missouri in July, so that's going to be pretty fun. Can't wait for that. It's our 10-year anniversary for our um, company, but... Is that the MLM company? Yeah. Yeah, so I've, I've been wanting to try to get out and travel a little bit more because I went to Orlando not uh, this past November, but the November before, and that was, okay. it was just really nice to get out of Utah and, like, actually go do something because I'm just like, work, 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 yeah, <laughs> no vacation, I... work, work, work. <laughs> and it's tough to pull yourself away and then you feel guilty when you do sometimes. Yeah. Man, I understand. Uh, I, I like Florida too. Florida's nice down in Orlando. I remember going there a lot when I was As it was definitely weird because we have like mountains on both sides of the valley here. So like stepping off of the plane and then like looking around and like no mountains, like it's just flat is like it threw me off. It was like So when you're where you're at right now, if you spin in a circle, you see mountains the whole way around you. Yes. What? I would feel Oh my god. I would feel so trapped. I would hate that. It's like the the valley is literally a bowl because you have the the Wasatch, the Uinta Mountains, and then the South Mountains, and then you have the mountains on the other side. Um, that's just more of a shorter range of mountains, but yeah, it's it's like literally uh, a bowl of a bowl of a valley. It's yeah. So yeah, there's just there's mountains. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. I just picture it filling up. <laughs> that would be scary yeah that's real it's, life it's that's it's definitely life. i mean it's it's nice but yeah it's it's definitely um beautiful though for sure uh something for you real quick sure check out these lights you ready they're blue now hey <laughs> dude i got this light it's green now now it's red Boy, now it's yellow. I got this light off Amazon, bro. It costs like 10 bucks. It's a light bulb with a remote, and you can change. 
and you can turn the light up, like dim, brighter. Dude, coolest thing I think I've ever purchased. Sorry, that that was really random, but I just saw the remote. That's ten dollars ever spent. That's what I'm saying. Like, who needs some gas? Like, who needs some food? I need a colored light bulb. Is that what you bought the fifty dollars with? No. <laughs> I bought five of them. <laughs> some fun sack. That's great. Alrighty. Let's go ahead and move forward here. Um, I know that, um, are you kind of like a family-oriented person? Because I know that uh, you said that you're not like really close with your, you know, parents and stuff like that. What about like your um, brothers and sisters? Do you, are you guys pretty close or? I would say, yeah, they're, they're obviously with, with a family that large, there's brothers and sisters or siblings that have friction with each other. Um, and maybe don't mesh so well as you do with other people. Kind of like when you go to school or if you go to work and there's people that you like and people you don't like. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying that there's no one in my family that I say, oh, I hate them or I don't like them. As much as many things as I've been through with a lot of them, I don't hate any of them, you know, because I, I understand people. I'm very empathetic with people. Yeah. Um, I've had friction with some of my sisters, and I think that's about it. My brothers, we all get along really well. And I think uh, after my little brother passed back in 2015, I kind of brought my brothers together even more, where I think some of the other people in the family maybe created some more distance with them. Um, hmm. I don't see them as much, like my little, youngest brothers, they're, they're still in high school. Dude, these kids are the coolest kids. Like, they're the coolest kids I know. I'm serious. They are so them, and they were, like, I see a lot of myself in them, which is very cool. And I think they're both going to do some crazy stuff when they go. I'm pumped to see what happens with them. They're gonna, both going to go like off and completely separate paths, but they're going to be, they're going to do something. I like, I'm excited to see it. Um, and then my older brother, like, man, he's like my biggest role model. Like, I just respect the dude, you know, it's hard not to. The, the way I explain who he is to everybody is he's like, if Tom Brady wasn't a professional football player, he would be my brother. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. They look, don't look anything alike. But the way yeah. they care of themselves, the way they act, bro. But yeah, they're good people. I, I'm, I'm, I'm close, with, uh, close with my brothers for sure. Plus, I'm always sending them funny memes. <laughs> How can you not? I'm a memer. I'm a memer at heart. Right? Can't go wrong with that, uh, That's definitely. what I'm saying, man. Like, come on. But I would say, as far as family-oriented, yeah, I love... I love kids, man. I can't wait. Like, I'm looking for my wife right now. I'm not trying to waste time on no. That's why I, I'm ducking. Like, like I duck any female right now. Like, I can't waste time. It's music for me right now. That's what I care about. Yeah. It's, it. it's like, I'm waiting for the right one to come. I'm wait, looking for my wife now, like, long term. Like, I'm ready. I'm ready for a family, you know? Yeah. Uh, maybe not right this moment, but, you know, down the line, you know, that's what I want. That's yeah. What I, that's what I've always wanted. I just want, I want to have that warm that 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 home that feels like a home that home that's like you go home it's like oh, i'm home not like fuck i'm home you yeah I mean? yeah and no i i, I, I feel you yeah like i like i want a family eventually i just like i'm just doing a lot trying to you know put my life back together and you know all of this stuff to get where I, I want to be and then you know that's something that I'm you know wanting to focus on so we know that your side hustle is your music that you're doing um, at my Pornhub page <laughs> no I'm just playing, I'm just playing. <laughs> sorry everybody but if you want to check me out Dragon Slayer 42069 there you go guys uh, what's your so uh, since music's your side hustle what are you doing for a day job right now 
I actually work at a uh, a cell phone repair warehouse. So oh, basically, okay. what I do is uh, I won't say the company's name, um, but what I do there is I'm I'm what's called a functional inspector. So it's like quality control. Yeah. Like we're like the last line of checking them before they get sent out to consumers. Um, basically, what I do is I just all day I'm just plugging these phones up to com to the computer, running these tests on them, checking if they're good or not. If they're bad, I fill out a slip, fail it. If they're good, I pass them down the line to the next person. And that's pretty much that. It's pretty simple. You know, it's 10-hour shifts. Not bad. You're sitting the whole time. Bosses <laughs> are real cool. And actually, it's crazy how, how it kind of worked out because I was supposed to be on a weekend shift there, which no one wants to be as a temp at that. And I go and interview with this dude. He goes, um... You know, if I was able to get you on, you know, day shift, at, you know, with a, as a core employee, you think that, that you would be interested in that? And I was like, why? I was supposed to be on something way less. Like, what's? Uh, why are you trying to? I appreciate it, but what's going on? And he goes, you know, I want to get you in front of more managers here. He's like, because I think we could fast track you and get you in a manager and training program, blah blah blah. Just because of the experience I have prior to. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> I was like, listen, man, say no more. Let's do it. And. The rest is history. It's been fun though. It's a great place to work, and I never thought I'd say that about anywhere because I've never had a job that I actually liked. They were all full of fucking. St oh, I'm sorry. Snakes. <laughs> no, you're snakes you're good. And, snakes and rats. <coughs> AKA. Now listen. Can I just say it one more time? Can I get the pass? Sure. All right. Snakes and rats. Fuck you, AT&T. Bunch of fucking pussies. Anyway. Bunch of snakes and rats, and then also. The other jobs I just had were just like the bosses were idiots. It was like I knew I was. I've never. They're just jobs I could have done the job uh, from the boss that ran the whole place better than they could have done it. Oh yeah, I, I can't. I know it. that feeling. I, like, it's it's my biggest pet peeve. Like, and that's why I was just like, you know, it's it's time to go independent because I like I just like some like to like some capacity of some people like they just. They don't understand how leadership works and like you know and then you're like in a position where you're like not in a leader position you know leadership position and then you want to be in that position but they're just like they're not ever gonna give you the chance or you know give you that leadership position so you just have to like kind of like really dumb yourself um you know per se to you know it's just like yeah I, it's no you're like okay cool let, let me come to work and not be challenged and then become uninterested and then you think i'm a lazy employee because his work is uninteresting and boring and not challenging me. yeah like That's don't like, get me wrong like i love the company that i was with for three years like you know what what we did is a you know core you know value of, of the company you know was to help people that were you know credibly challenged that you know couldn't get stuff that you know was useful so you know just kind of the whole like mission basis behind that was really awesome but you know just the the job at its core is just you know boring it wasn't challenging it was just the same repetitive thing over and over again and you know i'm, I'm kind of glad that my sister moved back to her back her wedding date because that was one thing that i just kind of had to choose over was either quit my job or miss out on my sister's wedding you know i'm i'm a huge family person so you know i wasn't gonna miss out on that right so it's just like you know it, it's just i and i think that was kind of just god's way of telling me like it, it's time you know to to go independent and 
you know, move forward with, with life and just that was a, you know, door that was time to close and then a new one opened, so, yeah, well, it's... It's kind of nice, too, like, when you switch jobs, like, it feels like you're, it does feel like a new start, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it feels like a new start in every area of your life just because you switched a job. Yeah. And, like, I, you know, I, I feel really blessed because, you know, that I'm, you know, doing Uber part-time. I've actually been able to increase my income, right? Kind of working more part-time, which is allowing me to do more of my network marketing business, work more on my social media agency, and, you know, spend more time with family and friends. And, like, it's just, I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, God, why didn't I do this three years ago? <laughs> when I <laughs> but you know there there was just you know some things that you know just had to come to be you know you know in order for that to happen but kind of getting off sidetrack there um, so since you're kind of you know doing your music thing and stuff like that you know are you, are you kind of wanting to turn this into like a I'm sure that you want to turn it into like a, a full-time, you know, business kind of thing, but is there like kind of just like anything else like business-wise that you'd want to do while still doing music or? Hmm. That's actually a really good question because I guess I should, maybe should have thought about that more. But at the same time, I guess I've been so focused on just making music that I haven't thought about it. But to be honest with you, answering that on the fly right now, I would say that I want I want music to be my life I want it's like I've always told people oh, I just want to make money and a life and build a life around something I love doing and people that I love being around yeah and um, you know ultimately just build up my build a life around happiness which come on that's what everybody wants anyway I want music to be my primary source of income I want hopefully I think it'd be really cool to eventually get into some type of acting or comedy of some type because that's one thing me and my older brother like my older brother has this dream to be a comedian but he holds himself back he does this whole oh I couldn't do it it's not realistic but it is it is it is it is and this dude's hilarious I'm telling you he is so funny yeah and whenever I'm with him all we're doing is you know random voices cracking jokes to each other you know yeah. acting, acting like a bunch of children so I think comedy would be something later down the line I think being on like Let's say, hypothetically, what Logic has done, okay, if you're familiar, which I'm sure you are, what Logic has done in his career, plus maybe, like, clothing or shoes or something of that nature. I'm big into shoes. I like shoes a lot. I'm not a sneakerhead like a lot of my friends are, but, like, I, I like shoes. Yeah. And maybe, like, show up on SNL a couple times. I'll be happy. Saturday Night Live a couple times. I'll be happy. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, I, I think with you doing your music, too, and then, you know, you know, being close with your brother, you know, I, I think that, you know, with what you're doing, and, you know, once you, you know, since you're making progress, and you're still going to be making progress, you know, I think that will kind of give him a push as well to, you know, seeing that you're, you know, able to, he's going to be like, oh, you know, that this is, you know, realistic, and, you know, I, it's just like, it's like just one of those weird things where it's like people won't do it until they actually see somebody else do it and like i like i've never really like understood why people think that way but like you know it's and again it like 
goes back to that fear of, oh, you know, I don't want to fail, you know, I'm worried about what other people are going to think if, you know, I start it and then I, you know, fell at it. And, you know, I had to learn that, you know, real quick, you know, with, I was just like, I just got to stop caring what other people think. I just, I got to do me and, you know, what makes me happy. And, you know, if people want to support me, great. If not, you know, I'm not going to, you know, worry about it. But, yeah, it's it's definitely. And that's the one thing he said a couple a couple months ago. Is he actually shot me a text and he, we were talking about something. And uh, he just he just got back from Bosnia not long ago with the military, so I think he just had a, a brief mm. a brief trip out there. But um, I forget what we were talking about, but I remember he did say he was like, "I love that you're able to be yourself and not give a fuck what anyone thinks about that." He was like, "I envy that because I can't do that." And I was thinking, "Damn, like I look at you and I think you are doing it." You know? Yeah. And then you're telling me you're doing oh you're doing this and I'm not, and I think you're doing all right. Like that's kind of cool. First off, that was that was like a cool feeling. For me. But that, yeah, I just, man, I'm telling you, there's this new comedian that's gotten popular over the last couple months, or maybe last year, I should say. A lot of people know him. His name's Chris D'Elia. He is hilarious. He is hilarious. And my brother is literally him. I don't know <laughs> what else to say. My brother is him. <laughs> like, he's more, a more clean-cut Chris D'Elia. They have the same comedy. It's hilarious. And one day, one day, one day you'll know my brother. One day. But I think that's the thing. Is like, that's the difference is... He was always the one, like, in school, I lived in his shadow. You know, he was yeah. always making distinguished on a role. He was playing, oh, he's the starting, you know, defender on the lacrosse team for varsity. He plays football. He does this and does that. Gets perfect grades, has pretty girlfriends. And I'm, like, barely making it through school because school just wasn't my thing because I don't think like those people. Yeah. And I wasn't dating people because I didn't care about it. And to be honest with you, I probably couldn't get girls even if I tried. <laughs> Back then, this today's a different story. But back then, I, I was a little different back then, you could say. Yeah. But then, you know, it was like he went to college, I didn't, so I just kind of had to do with these crappy jobs and then being homeless and deal with these girls and you know the girls I was getting wrapped up with, like, and the people I was wrapped up with too. It was like, I, bro, Graywood is not my name. It should be Gray L Wood, <laughs> bro. I took more L's than anyone I know, and that's the thing. People probably don't even realize that. People probably think, oh, he's just like. <laughs> Everything in his life was perfect, and, you know, now he thinks he's a rapper, and I'm like, and that's not even like I use, oh, I'm tough, and I've, you know, and I'm going to kill people, you know, it's not like I use that as any type of yeah. song either, because it's the furthest thing from who I am, but have I been through things? Absolutely. Has everybody been through things? Absolutely. Everybody has their story. Everybody has the things that shapes them, and I feel like I just was just, in my life, my timeline, my narrative was that I believe that I was just supposed to be handed a big pile of shit. And just supposed to eat it for years. But hey, my dessert's coming though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now I'm getting that slice of chocolate cake. Fucking hate chocolate cake. <laughs> Actually, now I'm getting that, you know, that, that blueberry muffin. I hate blueberry muffin. I'm getting that chocolate chip muffin. There we go. That big there you glass go. of whole milk. That's what's up. I'm about that crazy <clears throat> shit. Nice, nice. So, you know, talking about just kind of, you know, future-wise here, what's... um. You know, what are your kind of future plans, you know, over the next six months, year and five years? And, you know, what are you doing right now, um, you know, to, you know, hit those milestones, you know, that, you know, if you have milestones for, you know, the next six months, year and five years, you know, where, where do you kind of see yourself going with that? So actually, I haven't planned out years or, you know, five year, 10 year, one year. 
Um, and I feel like that's just because lately I've been so caught up in creating content, um, more so, you know, music. Yeah. You know, I, I don't want to be the type of person that, which is a lot of artists nowadays that grab a mic and then think they're a musician or think they're going to get famous or something. I don't like working on one song, putting it out and then saying, okay, now I'm going to go work on another one and then put that out when it's done. I'm going to go work on one more and put that out and like have nothing you're sitting on you know right right i like having things in the barrel if that makes sense like something ready at all times so right now i probably have like i'll have a project that i'm putting together yeah it wasn't as cohesive as i wanted it to be so i have four songs that are public you know those first three were just kind of like i need to get something out there yeah and then february 3rd was actually the single off the project that's to come um We'll, we'll get into that at another, another point. But I had probably about, you know, six songs that were done. And I listened to them all. And they're all, in my opinion, they're very quality songs. I think they could easily be released as singles for themselves. But for me, it wasn't as cohesive as I had liked. So I think what I'm going to do is save half of them on a hard drive. Um, I linked up with another producer who I met online. And I met, a lot, obviously, a lot of producers online. Because um, I kind of got out of making beats because, frankly, I'm not good at it and I'm not going to waste my time getting good right now when I'm trying to rap, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to focus on making, <coughs> making beats right now because I'm focused on telling stories and getting my story put out there. But this kid, I was talking to him and I'm actually working out some, some deals and some pricing for, you know, a bundle right now for some different different beats. This project is going to be very cohesive. I think it's going to make people feel good, which is which is great. And it's kind of going to give you more of a peek into my life, but as well kind of making you think more about yours, if that makes sense. No, yeah, that's... Dude, that, like, I was listening to the... Because <clears throat> I was working a bit more on my website last night, so, you know, I, I've... And I still have your SoundCloud tab open, because... <laughs> It's just like I, I don't know like i just i dude i honestly like i love your music i i think it's fire like and like i like i'm not like nor, i normally i don't like say that just to like say that but like genuinely like dude you've got talent like your your music is like awesome and <clears throat> which is kind of funny because you're the february third one <clears throat> when I was first listening to us, thinking to myself, damn, this kind of have a little bit of a logic vibe to it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to play, like, I, I'm not even mad about that. Like, I'm a big fan of logic, so I think it had, I had to get something from him, you know? Yeah, I was just like, you know, this is weird, but it has, like, it, I mean, it's, like, good, but it's just, like, has, like, a logic vibe to it, like, it's just, like, it's different, but it's, it's good, I, I love this song, it's, I appreciate it, it's, it's great, a lot, and that's actually, that, that, uh, instrumental is actually a J. Cole instrumental, oh, really, oh, it's oh. from his, from his album, 2014, Forest Hill Drive, I think that came out in, like, 2012 or 2013, he should have done it in 2014, come on, <laughs> like, his address, like, it was gonna be 2014, just wait till then, anyway, right. he didn't want it to be a joke forever, that's fine, J. Cole, I see but it came off there. The song was actually called January 28th, which is his birthday. And that's one thing that was crazy. I got to tell you, man, my favorite rappers, my biggest influences, I found out all beside Mac Miller, and he only missed it by like four days. They're all Aquarius. They're all Aquarius. That's their astrological sign. Jeez, that's crazy. I know. And I'm an Aquarius, bro. 
So I was like, maybe that's why I like them so much. I never realized it. Like, maybe it's because people flock to people they're like, and these people are maybe deep down, they're just like me. Yeah. And that's another thing where I was like, maybe I could do this. You know, why not? And then I thought about it. I was like, I was listening to a J. Cole song, and it said, the only thing worse than death is a regret-filled coffin. And that's why I was like, done, done. I'm going to rap. I'm going to rap. Yeah. Mama, I'm going to rap. Regrets. Yeah, it's... Because, you know, it, you, you don't want to be, you know, like 50, 60, 70 years old and, you know, being like, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish, you know, like, I, I don't want to like, I don't want to do that. Like, you know, my, my parents, you know, they, they love what they do, but they haven't been able to do a lot of what they've wanted to do because, you know, they, you know, they just kind of want to you know stick to their average lifestyle i mean like it works for them you know they're happy and you know whatnot but it's just like I, just i don't really i i i don't know like i i can't live like that like it's just like which is weird because i'm the only person in my family that's an entrepreneur right my dad's been at the same job for almost 30 years my mom you know has just kind of been in corporate side for accounting um pretty much her entire life and you know, my sister, she's now kind of in the financial, um, you know, mortgage side, um, you know, corporate side, just kind of like my mom. And here I am just like, you know, <laughs> you know, so it's, it, it's definitely, you know, weird for my family. You know, some of the conversations that we have, it's sometimes can be a little bit awkward because it's like they're not like used to that kind of so it's just kind of like weird how that happened but you know it's you don't relate as much as you kind of wish you did yeah that's what it sounds like and that's kind of like how it was for me too with like a lot of my brothers and sisters and my parents like there i think people i think people get along and everything based on their level of understanding of each other right and i think that's another another reason why me and my parents maybe aren't as close as we'd like to be I think my dad, he's just been through a lot of a lot of stuff, and he's just wants to be alone. Um, <laughs> yeah. And my mom, she's just—I'll save it. I'll play my mom. But um, I just never understood them. I never understood why they do the things they do. I understand my dad, and I love him to death. I understand, and I see that he was always the good guy. You know, when he was made to be the bad guy, basically. Yeah. But like my mother, I never understood her understood anything about her i didn't understand what made her act the way she acted the way she felt about people or the felt about me the way you know what i mean it, nothing ever made sense it nothing was ever logical it was it was stuff that made you feel like you're crazy because you're trying to make sense of it it doesn't it doesn't ever make sense yeah you know but i, I kind of i get where you're coming from man because that's the same thing my parents like back when i was going through my i don't want to call it an entrepreneur phase but my introduction to entrepreneurship i remember my parents it was a lot of that, you know, play it safe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, go to school, go to college, and, like, now that I've, like, my parents have actually, like, seen, you know, me have success in what I'm actually doing, like, they've kind of, like, they've changed their, um, <clears throat> like, outlook, I guess you could say, like, they're, like, oh you know they're not like go to college go to college go you know go to college anymore like you know they're just kind of like you know how's life been 
you know, you know, glad you're doing well, you know, and stuff like that. So it's, it, it's, they've kind of, and I mean, you know, they, they, they support me in what I do. And, you know, I'm really thankful at first, at first it wasn't that much support, but now that I've actually, you know, finally quit my full-time job, you know, to do this stuff more full-time, you know, they, they know that I'm like serious about it and, you know, they, they're a little bit more you know supportive now and that's uh, good i think that's i think that's one of the biggest things is they just got to see full commitment you know yeah because it was kind of the same thing with my parents like they didn't believe what i was doing like i was doing this, this bitcoin investment company building it up it was called usi tech this was last year and i remember my <laughs> man i was building it up all of december i remember my job fired me the day after christmas it was the 26th oh, and i was like yeah, I was I was driving to work and this dude called me. Oh yeah, we gotta let you go. Da, da, da. He said we had to lay a lot of people off because the laws changed. It was I was a uh, truck broker at the time, so the people who deliver food for Walmart, Cisco Foods, I was basically selling their loads for thousands of dollars to different truckers and trying to keep a percentage margin to like keep profit and I would get commission based off that plus an yeah. Da, da. So I was getting paid pretty well, but bro, this this MLM was like I would wake up different like days and have ridiculous money sitting in my account like i remember one night i went to bed and uh, i was i was at my parents at the time when i started doing this i was at my parents i was with them for two months and i moved out and uh i remember waking up one morning and i checked my account to see if i had any money in it because like my bank account bro i was broke broke like i needed gas i was broke broke I was, yeah like, counting counting pennies i was broke broke my dad's like if you wouldn't waste all that money doing that, you know, business stuff you say you're doing. I opened this account. I'm like, bro, I got $1,300. I made $1,300 overnight. I looked at my dad. I was like, I showed him. I wanted to be like, but I didn't. I just showed him. I was like, bro, I got $1,300. He was like, it just says it's $1,300. It's not really $1,300. I was like, oh, it's not. Let me transfer it to my debit card. So I transferred it to my Bitcoin debit card. I go down to the gas station down the street, pull it. Pull, well, I could only pull $300 out at the time because of, you know, ATM limits. And I go back up, I'm like, Dad, this shit is real. It's real. And I remember, bro, two days later, I made like another 980-some dollars. A couple days after that, it was like seven-something. A couple days after that, it was like another 12. And money's just coming in. And then this job fires me. I'm like, man, I don't even need this job, man. So every two days, I had probably at least $500 coming in. Yeah. So, you know, I was making some bread, but then the company, typical MLM stuff. This was like not a good MLM. This was one of those come-and-go type ones. Yeah. And, uh, I racked it off them though, man. I got some, I made some money. I'm happy with that, man. I won't complain. While I was there, I took advantage, but that was my last one. But that that helped my parents see that, yeah, you can do something else than go working in a fucking warehouse. Like, yeah. Crazy, so that's all that's around here. If I'm being if I'm being real with you, if you go to college, you can go work in a temp agency here and get people jobs and make thirty, forty thousand a year. Um, if you work, sorry, my cords getting tangled up. If you uh, don't go to college, you're going to work at a warehouse. And that's pretty much it. You're going to work at a warehouse, a car lot, or a cell phone store. And that's going to be... Yeah, it's... That's your professional career. It's, it's fun. It, it's sad to see because, like, I've, I've got friends that are, like, going to college and then they try to find a job. They can't find anything. Especially, like, here in Utah, too. Like, the, this state's economy is, like, booming right now um, and stuff like that. It's just, like... They just, they have trouble finding stuff and then they've got to, you know, pay back student loans and then they're not bringing in enough income to make for like living expenses and stuff like that. It's just, it's crazy. I'm just like, oh, I, I don't want any 
part of that. That's it works for some people, but not me. I, I'm already in debt. I'll keep what I have and work towards. <laughs> and let me tell you what I am full agreement with you. I remember my brother told me. He said, "Man, you're so lucky you didn't go to college because he went to college, but then he went in the the Air Force Reserves, right?" He got a job at a hospital down in Towson, Maryland. He's living down there now, doing his thing. Like, he's living in a good area. He's got an awesome girl. Like, I'm super happy for him. Like, his life yeah. came together. But he's telling me, man, you're so lucky you didn't go to college. Like, what are you talking about? I was broke. I was living out my car. I was working these terrible, like, warehouse jobs, like, 15-hour shifts, bro. I was making 12 bucks an hour. Like, what are you? I'm lucky. I'm lucky. You got to live off these loans and go have fun and party meet girls. And I was doing all this other stuff. Like, what are you talking about? He was like, man, it was the biggest waste of time, the biggest waste of money of my life. He's like, I'm not even doing anything with that degree. He's like, I'm doing something, you know, he's working a job they got through the Air Force. Like, he did his training, went to a civilian job now, and then does his reserve stuff on the side. He's like, I don't even use that degree. He was like, it was a waste of time, waste of money. Now I'm paying thousands of dollars a month. And it's kind of one of those feelings of, all right, so I was right after all. You know, I'm not. <laughs> but no, no so I, yeah. listen, man, I understand. I understand. Awesome. So we know, like, you know, doing music's your kind of like big end goal, you know, big life dream. Um, kind of moving on here, um, kind of getting more a little bit into uh, <clears throat> more of the business side again. Um, what um, what's your so who would you kind of like consider your top three um people that you would consider a mentor um right now mm. would you would you say a mentor is in someone that i actively speak with and stuff or do you mean like more so just kind of like someone that you kind of like look up to as a role model or someone that you speak with um or anybody look, of look that up nature to as a role model i would say j cole absolutely always have always will his music has changed my brain totally and he's like one of the big reasons i'm doing music um logic again if it weren't for logic if logic never came out you know what i mean and like logic he grew up an hour from me which is crazy to think about everything he raps about happened an hour from me it's, it's i don't know man it's just kind of wild but i don't know just seeing that that he could do it wait i'm real quick i'm just curious how old are you I'm 25. I just turned 25. 25. Oh, okay. Because he's like, I think he's like 28 or 29. Yeah, something. So it's like, who knows? Maybe you guys. <laughs> we know each other, maybe. I met him. Would have been wild. <laughs> yeah, man. But so definitely logic, and then man, and then as far as mentors, if I'm being honest with you, man, the person that probably changed my mind the most, the absolute most. This one's tough because there's a lot of authors and a lot of books I like, but I don't know much about. Tony Robbins. I would say Tony Robbins, J. Cole, and Logic. Those are probably my top three. And if it weren't for them. But there's other ones too. Like, I don't. That, that one's so hard to answer. Like, I feel like Mac Miller has to be in there too. I mean, Kid Cudi has to be in there too. You know? Yeah. yeah it has to be a top five, man. It has to be. <laughs> there you go, top they're, five. <laughs> they're all equal. But they're all like number one to me. Like, I have five number ones. I don't have a number two, three, four, five. I just have yeah. five number ones. You know? And I just think that those people, their music, the way it spoke to me, and that's kind of what I want. That's my end goal is I want my music to speak to people long term, telling the stories and just make me think, you know, because I think that people, I get tired of this turn up, shake your ass music, you know, 
not saying it's not fun, you know. Yeah. Keep doing your thing, Drake. But <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm just one. I'm like real music. I'd like real music to come back. I'm not saying it's gone anywhere, but it's definitely dwindling. And I think that the the industry and just like playlists of everything is just flooded with garbage. And, 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 you know, to be honest, I, I think that's going to, you know, steadily change, especially, you know, now that we have the internet, you know, new artists, you know, like yourself, you know, being able to, you know, put out, you know, music that actually matters, you know, something that someone can relate to. You know, I, that's, that's definitely going to go way more distance than... You know, someone rapping about you know ass and titties, and you, you know, and, and so and it's in my cup and taking Xanax, like yeah, yeah, exactly. it's and that's and that's what I think. Like I remember hearing the first J Cole mixtape I heard was the Warm Up, which I think was one of his first, if not his first that he put out. No, I think it was his second. Anyway, I remember I was in Spanish class and this kid goes, "Yo, did you hear that J Cole?" I was like, "J Cole, it's J Cole." I listen to a lot of Wiz Khalifa. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's like, you know, J. Cole, the J. Cole. I'm like, okay. So I started listening to this. And I felt, al- growing up, I felt like I had a lot of people around me, but I felt very alone, if that makes sense. Like, I had my little brother who we were, we would, man, we would bullshit for hours just in our room laying down, just talking about the craziest stuff, prank calling radio station DJs, like, because we're bored. <laughs> just doing stupid stuff, man. It's so much fun. But I have a lot of good memories from that. But I always felt very alone, so that's why I feel like, and not like, you know, oh my god, I'm so alone and depressed, but like, I just didn't feel like I was around people that cared, like, to be honest with you. So, I feel like I bonded with these artists without them ever realizing, but like, I bonded with them, and I felt them, and I felt like they understood me, and I understood them from what they were saying. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I, I want people to kind of find that same same kind of comfort in my music. And I know, like, obviously, the stuff I put out, me just rapping fast and shit, it's not like people aren't gonna be like oh my god i bond with that fast rap like i don't expect that but give it time because i have i have so many ideas like i have so many ideas like bro i used to not be able to write a song because i'd have so many ideas for a verse that i erase it and then rewrite it. I'm like no i want to do this one no i want to do this one and then i realized uh you can just turn all of these into songs you can yeah. just make all of them like you don't have to pick one pick all of them you know so long term there's there's a lot of evolution to come with my music kind of like how kid cuddy had very revolutionary music i'm not gonna make like you know weed rap or some shit like he did or like wiz khalifa does you know but yeah not speaking down on it at all um because i do enjoy that music i used to listen to a shitload of wiz khalifa (laughs) come on but um i don't know man i just want people to find comfort in in my stuff it's gonna have a lot of uh maybe long term incorporate some guitar not like post malone does but maybe like post malone does i don't know (laughs) We'll see. You're gonna be a sunflower? <laughs> I might have to be a sunflower. Unless I stuck by you. That was miserable. I should have drank some water before I did that. I'm sorry to all you listeners out there that you had to listen to that. I promise you I'll put some effects on the next time. <laughs> oh man. It's awesome. Uh moving on. Uh so what's your or actually, uh have you um, ever wanted to like do your own podcast or start your own uh, podcast? Actually, yeah, I kind of did before. Um, last, it was last year. It's probably early last year, I would say. Um, I was I was getting real into like again the entrepreneurship thing. Like it was it, it started becoming a big a big thing to me. So um, I knew that YouTube and 
Instagram business pages, and, you know, a Facebook page, you know, with properly placed ads and all this other stuff, um, could be very effective. And a podcast was another thing. I was like, you know what? I might need to get into that. But then I thought, oh, I gotta buy a microphone and all that stuff, <laughs> you know. And then you know, six months later, I buy this whole studio setup, and, <laughs> and here we are. So I mean, <laughs> funny how things come full circle, though. Yeah. No, for sure. Uh, what's your preferred medium of social media outreach that you like using? Thousand percent Instagram. Um, I used to have Twitter. I met a lot of good people on Twitter back in my bodybuilding days. It, like, that was one of those I felt like I was part of a community. Like, I, I grew very strong friendships with people I never met on Twitter. Yeah. It was very cool for me. It was a very cool experience. Um, but Instagram, man, to be honest with you, like when I was bodybuilding, I used to get like free supplements and free like gym gear and free bags and stuff from these companies and everything, which is super cool. Um, I feel like there's just, I feel like that's just where, that's the marketplace right now. I feel like that's where it's, let me readjust this damn mic. There we go. But I feel like that's uh, where everything's going on. You know what I mean? Not that facebook isn't popping but facebook isn't popping like it used to you know yeah um i think it's still really good for network marketing i think it's still primary for network marketing but i guess the way i use social media instagram just makes more sense big fan of snapchat always will be everyone will be it was the originator come on twitter i feel like i don't know i think twitter died but it didn't die you know what i mean yeah but no one i yeah, I mean, I I don't really use it a whole lot. I, I think it's on the comeback, though. Like, I think give it, like, another, you know, 6, 12, you know, 18 months. I, I think we'll see, like, an influx of, you know, people, you know, starting to use it. Because Instagram's organic reach has gone down quite drastically from what I've heard. And it's it's definitely, you know been trying to want to keep that um you know organic reach you know there because you know that's that's how you're going to be able to you know distribute your content and you know whatever it is that you're you know doing is you know you want you know you know fresh eyes to to see you know content and stuff like that because you know that's how you're gonna be able to grow uh what uh what was that you got a point there. That's Yo, very true. yeah. Very true. So, uh, what, um, so I know that you kind of talked a little bit about, um, in your kind of story of how you came doing music and stuff like that, of some of the, um, trials that you kind of had to go through, like, you know, living in your car for three weeks and stuff like that. Um, it, was there, like, at any point kind of, during all of this time that you were like, you know, maybe music just, you know, isn't for me, like, you know, fuck it, like, you know, I'm maybe gonna just do something else. With that being the, the fact that I didn't, wasn't doing music actively at that time, I would say no. Um, music just really started becoming like, basically how this all came about was last year at nearing the end of the summer, I bought FL Studio, FL Studio 20. It was on my computer. Uh, or actually, I bought that in May. It was on my computer for five months, and I didn't do anything with it because this is production <laughs> software. They have all the instruments, man. Like, I don't have to do anything. I just gotta press some keys. Yeah. That's what I thought. And then I pull it up, and I was like, holy God, how to use this? Like, where, where's everything? Like, 
I press one button, the whole like program explodes. I'm like, what's going on? I can't do this. I don't know what's happening. Because I'm normally very, 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 very technologically inclined, mechanically inclined, all that stuff. But if I, I looked at this program, I thought I was crazy. I thought I was having a stroke the way this program looked. And I was like, hold on. Am I seeing something different than what everyone else would see? Because I feel like it should just be a piano. And it looks like I'm driving a spaceship. So let that sit on my computer for five months, man. That's I don't yeah, it was about October, and then I was like, you know what, one day I was playing a game of Fortnite, and then I got up, I was in my apartment, and I was like, this is uh, done now. So I think I remember that snap, you, you posted, you're like, done selling my Xbox, you know, and pursuing yeah. music, and yeah, I, I remember that. I'm glad that you uh, remember that actually, that's kind of awesome, I'm not going to lie, but yeah, that was exactly it, I remember taking that snap, I circled the Xbox, I circled the TV, I was like, selling these bitches for this much money, let me know if you want it, it's gone today, you know, so I posted that stuff on Facebook Marketplace, on Craigslist, I don't have a Facebook anymore, but on Craigslist I posted on too, and I actually had a buddy buy it from me, I sold him the TV and the Xbox, I think for like three or four hundred dollars, I think I was selling it for 500 but they were like, oh, you know, he's like, I want it for my wife so we can play Fortnite together. I was like, I fuck with you guys, and that's awesome. That's like some real couple shit, so let's do it. Let's make it happen. I'll give you a discount. Sold. Exactly. So I went down, got that from him, and uh, took him the TV and everything. And then I drove out to Guitar Center out in the city called Lancaster out here, which is probably about, like, from where I was at, it was probably about 40, 45 minutes to an hour from there yeah. when I dropped it off. So I go up to Lancaster, I'm like, you guys have any MIDI keyboards? They're like, what do you mean? So it's, all, it's like the keyboards you plug in, you can, you know, mess around with on, on all the instruments. So you yeah. have, to have your keyboard on <coughs> your computer. So I bought one of those, got the microphone and everything, my, my audio interface, all these stands and cool stuff, whatever. Which I actually need to upgrade soon because, again, we spoke about this. This is like, a, it's not a baby mic, but it's a beginner mic. And I feel like I need something more at this point. But, but, uh. I'll, I'll sell you my Yeti and ship it to you. <laughs> I'll, trades, tradesies, tradesies. No, so I, uh, I get home, and now that's when I decided, all right, we're doing this. There's just no excuses. Like, you've waited too long, you owe this to yourself. Yeah. Like, Grayson, if you're going to do something for yourself, you're going to follow what you want to do. So since then, you know, I learned to start making beats and stuff, but they all suck. So I was like, you know what, I'll just start writing. <laughs> and uh, it turned out to be pretty good, and since then... I'll be honest with you, I've had a lot of days where I doubted myself, um, a lot in the beginning, and even still, at this point, I feel like I can sit down, and if within 30 minutes, I can write you a fucking amazing verse. I, I, I Like a feature-worthy verse, in 30 minutes, guaranteed. I can write you a shitty verse in 5 minutes, if you want to hear a shitty verse. But, I feel like I can produce these things pretty effortlessly at this point. Yeah. I'm not saying that I don't need to improve, because obviously I'm trying to improve everything. That's why I don't like releasing stuff, because I like waiting on the sink. You know, think is something better gonna pop in my head? Yeah. I'll be honest, man. Since then, I, I can't really say I've doubted myself of anything. I feel like with every song I release, with every song I make, I'm more and more confident that this is gonna work. The way I've, I've impressed myself, and this is one thing that, like, I'm very close with one of my older sisters. Um, she has been there for me in every every situation that's ever been bad, man. Like. I'm gonna get, like, I swear to God, like, one day I'm gonna give her a million dollars, like, I, it's just gonna happen, like, I'm gonna take care of her, like, she's awesome, but, um, shit, where was I even going with that? Damn, I got caught off, caught off track with all that love for a second, bro. Started thinking. 
Can you, can you give me like a refresher where I was even at? Um, I, feel, I feel bad for dropping that train of thought, bro. Just, uh, we were kind of talking about uh, the uh, trials and, and stuff like that uh, with everything. Just kind of. Uh, getting confident and all that. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm getting back to where I am. So I was talking to her the other day, my sister, who was awesome, and let me get lost in this train of love again. So I, was, I, was, I was talking to my sister, right? And um, I was just kind of explaining to her, like, because I made this new song, you know, I said, oh, I think it's better than any other song I've made. She goes, Grayson, every single time you finish a song, you tell me this is the best one yet. This is the best one yet. This one's better than the last. And then I realized it's because I listen to every single song. I'm like, I can do better than that. I can do better than that. And so every, every single song, I'm like, I want to get better every single song. That's why another reason that some of these songs I made for this project, I don't even want them to put on the project because they're good. But I'm like, man, I'm already better than that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's one of those things. But I feel like, again, like I, I have a very hard time doubting myself because I believe in myself. I believe that if you doubt yourself, it's just, I don't know, man. It's just, it, it can become a big ball of bullshit that just eats at you so like i'm not saying i don't have moments of doubt but i don't let it get to me i let yeah. it happen i feel it i'm done with it and then i move on and if i'm doubting myself i'll go read some shit that i wrote and i'm like what was i even doing that shit was hot <laughs> you know what i mean yeah so like i i'm a normal person i'm a human so yes i've absolutely doubted and and there has been many times many times that i've laid in my bed at night and i think is this even realistic like is what i'm really striving for real but then I think, is anything fucking real? Bro. Yeah. <laughs> there's no, there's no We're all in a simulation. Exactly, <laughs> man. We're just down the rabbit hole. That's all it is. Oh, jeez. That's crazy. Um, moving on here. What's the one piece of advice you'd give to your past self starting out? Oh, man. Man. I've always said, Cameron, I've always said that I wanted to be the person that I needed when I was growing up. And everybody always kind of looked at me so I, what, is, what does that mean, dude? A mentor, motherfucker. Like, what do you think? <laughs> so anyway, piece of information I would have given to myself. First, I need to think of the time frame. I would have given myself information and advice and some wisdom when I was 15, when I was nine years old, when I was 15 years old, when I was 20 years old, and then probably when I turned 24. With 9 and 15, it was really just more so, it'd probably be more of like, kind of just like, advice and like encouragement of like, get through it, man. Get through it. One day you'll be by yourself. One day you'll be able to do what you want to do. Right. I think, and there, there's some deeper stuff, but it's more personal. I don't really want to get into. Um, at least not right now. When I was 20, um, that was when, actually I might have been 21 at that time. Yeah, I was 21 by then. So I actually be 21 and 24. When I was 21, uh, the month after I turned 21, that's when my little brother passed. So I think I went through a lot of unnecessary emotions because of that and grief. Um, yeah. A lot of grieving that, you know, obviously has to be done. But I think I did a lot of blaming. Um, because the night before he passed, he called me, but I was sick. He called me almost every night, but I was sick and like super sick and my ex-wife was bringing medicine home you know after she got off work and i thought it was her calling me 
you know, about what kind of medicine I wanted or something, even though I already sent her a text. Yeah. And I, I heard the phone ring on the coffee table, right? And uh, I picked it up to see who it was. I'm like, oh, it's my little brother. I was like, man, I'll be honest. I don't even think I could talk on the phone. Right. Like, I was feeling nauseous and dizzy. Like, it was like that. So yeah. So I'm going back down. And I got a call from my dad the next morning saying, you know, your little brother passed. And I was like, oh. bro, I blamed myself for so long. But it was like, I did as much as I could all this time. That It was just a matter of time before I missed a phone call. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then that's it. So I think I would have given myself a lot of advice to not turn into, I turned into a very hateful person. I, I turned into a very, I wouldn't say selfish because I feel like I always had a good moral compass um, for the most part. But I did some things. I did a lot of things that, that the Grayson from 2015 and 2016 should have never happened. Um, I acted out of character a lot. And I think it was just my way of like, I don't know, man, trying to like figure my own self out while uh, I was going through those emotions. And then last year was you know, the 24th birthday. And that, that advice was really, because that was what, by the time that I was living by myself, I was in my own apartment doing my own thing. So I'm with myself yeah. the whole time. And old old Grayson, my mind would have eaten me alive and then dead. Probably would have been some bad shit. But I was just like, already had experienced so much personal development. I was already big into books and audio tapes and stuff that I was just able to really change how I thought. And I think, excuse me, I think the biggest thing I could have told myself last year is just that, again, just kind of encouragement. Like, this is going to pass, but this is like one. You have to have these moments where you're alone. You have to. Yeah. When you are alone, you need to take advantage of that time alone because you might never get it again. And when you are alone, those are the times when you're supposed to be alone so that you can level up your own mindset and your own being because maybe you're not where you're supposed to be. That's what I feel. I feel like when you're in your life, you're put to be alone. It's for a reason. It's because you're behind in Europe. Yeah, that's. I, I would definitely agree with that 100%. For sure. Yeah, but that, that's my advice anyway. That was a great question, too. I never, never thought about that one. Glad I had an answer for it, though. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So to kind of finally wrap things up, because I think we're a little bit probably over an hour now. Um, just is like crazy. Uh, so to finally kind of, what was that? Do you want to talk all day? <laughs> oh, hey, if we'll turn it into a 14-hour podcast. Huh? <laughs> just make it a live one on YouTube. People just pop in and pop out. Great. I like, to be honest, like I eventually kind of want to do that um, at some point. It's just kind of like, once I get like an audience and stuff like that, like I want to kind of do what Gary V does is like do a Facebook live and like an Instagram live or a YouTube live kind of thing and you know have people you know pop in and pop out. I just think that'd be pretty cool. So to kind of finally wrap um, things up here, what uh, what aspect of yourself do you want to keep in your future endeavor? What aspect of could you could you? reword that or could you i guess explain that one better to me so i just didn't understand the question as well um like like what piece of yourself you know without changing anything um you know the way that you are now that you would want to keep um you know because you know over time people change and stuff like that like yeah like what what part of yourself would you want to keep the same and not change you know going forward in in the future with you know your music and you know if you you know decide to do anything else 
I actually have my answer prepared. I never thought that I would be asked that either. I'm, I've never done an interview, so this is this is different for me. This is new. So first off, I appreciate you working with me. But I'm going to give you an answer that answers the question, but also kind of like completely negates the question, if that makes sense. So the one thing would be authenticity. So with that, I want to keep the authenticity. So that's almost like saying in the future, I never want to even change. You know what I mean? Because I want to be real. Cause I want yeah. To be real. And I think that's my thing is there's, I think there's decisions that I'll have to make that I don't want to make sometimes, business related and all. Right. But I feel like the person I am right now, I feel like obviously I'm going to continue growing as a person and getting better in all areas. But I think the person I am right now is the person who is going to be, you know what I mean? They say that as a male, your, your mind stops, your brain literally stops physically growing at, you know, age 25. And that's why I think it's kind of cool because I noticed over the last year, everything, all the questions I had, the confusion about my whole life, it's like everything came full circle and <laughs> makes sense now. And it's like, it's weird. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I woke up one morning, I'm like, I'm 25 now. Now it's yeah. weird how it all makes sense. Yeah, I, I turned but, 24 in July, and I'm just like, what? <laughs> man, be prepared. Be prepared. Uh, trust me. When once you're 25, you're, it's like 25 is not scary anymore because you're like, oh, I'm already here. You know what I mean? It's kind yeah. of like the whole getting old thing. But I really just want to stay myself, and I don't think I'm going to change. I think I'm comfortable in who I am. I think I know who I am. And I think that's the difference between me and a lot of people. So I think a lot of people don't know who they are deep down. I think they are told who they are and they run with it. Right. They, they don't really take any time for like self-development or, you know, that that time for self-awareness, which, you know, I, you know, is, is hugely important just because, you know, that's that's really going to allow you to be put yourself on a path to actually do what makes you happy is having self-awareness to you know get where you want to be because then you actually know who you are and then what you want to do Absolutely. um you know for Absolutely. whatever it is man you're so right and then that's my thing is i feel like i'm at the point like i know myself to a point that i know what i'm supposed to be doing i firmly believe it was music because i don't think that i don't think that i would be able to write like i write and i'm not trying to like say oh i'm so amazing i'm i am j cole like i know my writing is not even you know where it could be or where it will be in time but i think comparing my stuff like i listened i would get like very uh discouraged listening to logic because i'd be like man i wish i could rhyme like him like that's crazy you know what I mean? but then i was like you know what i'm gonna listen to his oldest oldest music i'm gonna listen to like his oldest mixtapes and see what he sounded like in his first couple songs and I heard some of them, and I was like, man, this shit's trash. <laughs> so it's like, okay, I can definitely do this. Like, my first couple songs are definitely going to be better than his. So that's the thing. Like, I released a couple of songs. I'm like, I don't know if they're better than his or not. I don't want to say, like, they're better than his. Like, he's, it's Logic. Guys, he's calling out Logic. Logic. No, definitely <laughs> not. Don't, no rap no? battle. No beef. All love. All love. But definitely I, I all love. I, just, I think that's how I gained some encouragement, was just listening to some of their old music, too. You know? Yeah. Kind of, kind of funny to think about now. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just like, it's just like that was like kind of funny because your your single that you put out was just like, man, feels like it's got a logic vibe to it. It's just you know, really good. Man, I respect that too, considering he's like one of my favorite favorite artists. I think his just rap skill is very impressive. You know, yeah, and I like fast flows. I think I was made for fast flows. Yeah, I, 
I, I'm like, I, the one thing that I am disappointed about though, um, with his music, I know it's off topic with his music, is I can't find any of his like old stuff, uh, like his like mixtape stuff on like iTunes and stuff like that. Like it, uh, it's just like, it's disappointing. Cause like, I love that old stuff, like, uh, walk on by nasty, um, you know, as I am and you know, all of those other ones, but yeah, it's, I wish that he would kind of do like a, like a side album or, you know, whatever of like his like older stuff and re-release it again. That'd be, that'd, that'd be, be pretty cool. dope. Yeah, I have this like mixtape app I use to listen to his old stuff, which is like good enough because like it's just like another app I can just pop up his stuff, but like, yeah, yeah I wish it was on Spotify. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it's on, it's on YouTube. So, I mean. You know, there's that. Always. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Either way. Well, my man, I believe, yeah, this is definitely going to be over an hour. So, for all of you guys that are watching on YouTube, um, again, uh, you know, my friend Grayson here doing music, you guys should definitely go check out his SoundCloud. Um, definitely going to be, um, I... Well, hopefully we can, you know, it, it's kind of funny because I, I do the digital marketing agency. So, you know, guys, who knows, maybe down the road, we'll, we'll work something out and, you know, we can work together and, you know, <laughs> building social media and stuff like that. It might happen. You watch out, people. Um, watch out. Be ready. But uh, you guys go check out his SoundCloud. It's Greywood 2 XXX. Um guys awesome stuff he's already got four songs on there um just really awesome there you go <laughs> and so um for you guys again that are watching on youtube if you guys have you know any questions or anything like that if you guys want to reach out to him what's your social media man um my instagram is graywood underscore two xx it wouldn't let me put three x's for some reason <laughs> but it's graywood underscore two xx um, and then I think on there, I gotta put my Snapchat link in there, but I don't really, I'll be honest, I really don't use Snapchat like that. Just hit me, hit me up on Instagram. Hit there me you go. Instagram. Braywood underscore 2XX, album on the way. Super excited, you guys. But, uh, anyways, for you guys that are listening on the podcast, um, definitely got other interviews lined up here, uh, for content definitely want to do more of these uh just super excited excited to uh see our uh, friend grayson here um you know keep crowing and you know release new music <laughs> always exciting uh, but uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed uh this interview and uh found value in it um you know, hopefully there's something that you guys can relate to uh grayson any last words anything that you want to um, end with or add yeah definitely so real quick with you saying hopefully there was something they could relate to on this podcast if there is not uh, maybe you can relate to uh, that Greywood music so go ahead and go hit that SoundCloud up. yeah okay. definitely go hit that soundcloud.com slash Greywood 2XXX well guys I, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm, sorry. I'm messing you up right now oh no you're good video announcer right <laughs> Uh, I was just going to end the podcast, but... DJ D-Rick. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs>
thank you for having me. Okay, I really appreciate. It. I'm sorry for being being a goofball, but oh no, it's it's quite okay. Hey, this is what we live for, man. This is what we live for. But again, you guys, super excited to um, see what he's got planned for the future. Definitely go check out his uh, SoundCloud. Go follow him on Instagram. You guys will not regret. It, I promise you, this dude is real, hundred percent real and authentic. But uh, you guys, this has been Cameron from uh, Rise Media, Daily May 004, and uh, our friend Grayson here. And uh, we'll catch you guys uh, later.